You are back in, locked and loaded from the break on the hottest ticket you're going to find in the streets in terms of Alabama football conversation. That being, in my own words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Crimson Tide taking on Western Carolina, the Catamounts this weekend. On Saturday, inside Bryant-Denny Stadium, final home game of the season. Nick Saban and company trying to send this senior class off right. The Crimson Tide continues to be the number five seed in terms of the college football playoffs. Newest edition of the rankings or latest edition of the rankings came out on Tuesday. The main four seeds once again continue to be LSU, number one, Ohio State, number two, Clemson, number three, the Georgia Bulldogs at number four, the two teams on the outside looking in, Alabama at five, Oregon at six, the remainder of the top ten, Utah at seven, Oklahoma at eight, Penn State at nine, and the Florida Gators rounding us out at number ten. You being an Alabama football fan, though, If the Crimson Tide wins out convincingly the remainder of the regular season schedule and it has LSU to win out and take care of Georgia in the Southeastern Conference title game, things look good for the Crimson Tide getting into the top four. What will also help is the Pac-12 falling out of the picture. The Oregon Ducks this weekend taking on Arizona State in Tempe. If I'm a Crimson Tide fan, I'm pulling hard for the Sun Devils under head coach Herm Edwards to knock off Oregon. And of course, Utah, who stands at number seven, they face the Arizona Wildcats this weekend on the road. Despite Arizona not having the best of seasons, you never know where a potential upset could lie at. So Alabama fans, you're cheering for the state of Arizona. The Sun Devil, in terms of beating Oregon, Arizona State, and the Wildcats of Arizona as it tries to knock out Utah. But just a little update there in regards to the college football playoff. That's the committee keeping Bama at number five. The crazy thing going on right now is national media 100% believes Alabama cannot beat or will not beat Auburn without Tua Tagovailoa. That's the notion going on right now. Let alone, you know, we're not even talking about Crimson Tide advancing to the college football playoffs should it get in and compete for a national championship. We're discussing national media has a hard time believing that without Tua Tagovailoa as the starting quarterback as he is out for the year with a dislocated hip, I'm happy to see that the surgery went well for him in Houston, Texas. But national media believes without him, without the native Hawaiian, without the junior quarterback, Alabama will not be able to handle and or defeat the Auburn Tigers. And here's the crazy part about all of this. Tua Tagovailoa is a once-in-a-generational talent. Nobody's denying that. Tua Tagovailoa is a very, very special player, a very special person, very special young man. We, got, I got a chance to see, you know, Nick Saban hurt, um, very emotional on Monday, and just talking about what this young man means to him and what he means to the teammates around him. 
He's one of four to five players that really grabbed the heart of Nick Saban. A lot of guys can say they've played at Alabama, they've played for Coach Saban, but very few can say I grabbed the man's heart. Very few can say I made a real uh, profound impact on the head coach. And uh, to a Valoa, one of those rare few that can truly honestly say I made a profound impact on Nick Saban. But regardless of you know, those things here, and while the team hurts that it doesn't have him, uh, this team is not panicking people. There is no fear. There is absolutely no panic in this Alabama football team. As a matter of fact, this team has bonded together like never before. And uh, you never want to see a loss or as far as in the game or a loss in terms of injury have to be the lightning rod to bring a team together. But sometimes adversity is needed to cause a team to create that much more focus on bonding, attention to detail, and understanding that we are all we got. We are all that we need to have in terms of in terms of the belief that you know, we can do this thing. And uh, for most teams, you lose a starter, whether it's at quarterback, wide receiver, running back, what have you, but especially in terms of offense and the face of the team, uh, you lose a starter at the quarterback position. You know, most guys are panicking. What are we going to do? What's our next move? What's our next motive? What's our next sign? You know, what is our next path? We just lost a starting quarterback. Alabama? No problem. No problem. No panic whatsoever. I got a chance to talk to quite a few, quite a couple of players this week. Quite a few players this week. Jedrick Wills, one of them. Shaheem Carter, another one. Also, Jarrett Maiden and uh, Devontae Smith. All four of these guys, and also Nick Saban, full in, all in on Mac Jones being ready for the moment, and he can handle this thing, and he can handle exactly what's going on. And speaking with Devonta Smith, you know he he basically said this: you know Mac Jones prepares the same way for every game. Whether Tua is healthy, whether Tua is not healthy, Mac Jones stays ready. Stays ready. He stays prepared. Uh, Devonta Smith said, "I look at Jones the same way I look at Tonga Vangoa. and that's a big statement. I'm gonna tell you why it's a big statement because while a lot of people look at Jerry Judy as the favorite receiver to Tua Tonga Vangoa or of Tua Tonga Vangoa, I think Devonta Smith." is the favorite because whenever you need a big play, whenever the Crimson Tie is in a bind, it's got to have it now. That ball always seems to find its way to number six. And this is a guy that's got two 200-yard performances this year. He leads the team in receiving yards over 900 and touchdowns with 11. He's having a beast of a year. And for this guy to say, that he looks at Mac Jones, the backup, in the same light, in the same way. He says, in his mind, there is no drop-off between Tua Tonkavangoa and Mac Jones. So that's that's huge in terms of confidence that 
this team is showing in the man they refer to as the Joker. And in talking with Jared Maiden, <laughs> the senior safety, you know, he and Mac Jones go way back to the scout team days, as Maiden said on Tuesday. I want you to hear Maiden talk about his thoughts on why he has the utmost confidence in Jones. Listen to this, this segment right here. This is Jared Maiden talking about the confidence he's got in the Joker. Check this out. Um, you know, I've seen Mike Jones, bro, since he's been in here, even from scout team days. But, you know, Mike Jones is, um, you know, he's developing. And I really got the most confidence in Mac Jones. I feel like the team has the most confidence in Mac Jones, you know. I tell him all the time, like, I believe in you. When it's, when it's showtime, you're going you're gonna to shine. I feel like you're going to, you know, you will be, you know, a good quarterback, great quarterback, whatever whatever the team needs of Mac Jones, he'll go out there and do. Just from the mindset and determination that he brings forward when he's in the locker room, when he's in meetings, even on the field, you know, there's not too many people that go back and forth with Coach Saban. I remember the first time I seen him do that his freshman year on scout team, he was throwing bombs. And Coach Saban said, stop I think he was throwing it to Tyrell Shaver. He was like, man, stop throwing it to him all the time. And he was like, well, tell your defense to stop it. Like, but for a quarterback to have that that type of charisma about himself, you know, I'll be behind him all the time. That was Jared Maiden. That's somebody that just recently accepted his invitation to the Reese's Senior Bowl in Mobile for 2020. High confidence. High confidence. High charisma. Mac Jones has that. Kind of an underrated guy. Nobody expects for him to be really, really big. Nobody really expects for him to be really, really successful. But he carries that success gene. He carries that confidence. He carries that type of of swagger within his own self. And uh, against Arkansas, we saw what he was able to do. 18 for 22 passing, 235 yards, three touchdowns, and getting a 48-7 win over the Razorbacks on homecoming. Here's a guy, 566 passing yards this year, four touchdowns, one pick. He is as prepared as it gets. Nick Saban talked about it. Steve Sarkeesian has done a great job and developing him and molding him and preparing him throughout the season. Bama knows what it has in Mac Jones. Everybody else panicking. Everybody else going, I don't know, you know, two is out. I'm not sure about this Mac Jones kid against Auburn. You know, best defensive front out there in the country. They got some dudes that will play in the NFL, and that's true. They've got some dudes that will play in the NFL. Big Cat Bryant, Marlon Davidson, Moultrie, guys like um, Trosdale, Truesdale. They've got some guys that will play in the NFL on that defensive front. But at the same time, Bama fully understands what it's got in Mac Jones and uh, how crazy it would be how sweet it would be if, you know, Mac Jones, Alabama goes out here and not just handles, you know, Western Carolina, but the very next week, it goes out there and lays the hammer to 
an Auburn defense that's thought to be one of the best defenses in college football finds its way in the college football playoff, and it's Mac Jones that delivers this team, this program, to a national championship. I mean, how crazy. Michelangelo, Leonardo, Picasso, they could not script a better finish if that was to happen. And right now, this Alabama team believes they've got the quarterback and Mac Jones that can get this done. Any other team, any other program, losing a starting quarterback? Panicking out of their mind. Alabama, no fear, no problem. We got Mac 10. We got the Joker. We got Mac Jones. We good. We know who he is. He knows who he is. He's ready for the moment. He's ready to ball. And uh, it's going to be very interesting the next two games of the regular season and beyond what he is going to provide on the field. That takes us now, folks, to our next break here on In My Own Words, the podcast. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Uh, Be sure, as always, to download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Uh, Get that today for your iPhone if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you've got the Android phone. Check out those podcast options at the bottom of the screen. Also, subscribe to TD. AlabamaMag.com for all the latest and Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. Folks, get with the site. Over 6,000 subscribers strong. Thanks to you, the fans. Upon our return from the break, we will touch on Najee Harris. He saw his best friend go down against Mississippi State and now he's about to carry this offense on his shoulders. We'll touch Najee Harris when we get back Don't go anywhere, folks. This is In My Own Words. 